Welcome back to Winners. Thanks to Picklebet, Kilmore Toyota, Gareth Hall, Mickey Gannon with you. Now Mitchie Lewis joins us to have a look at this Mooney Valley meeting. G'day, Mitch. Mickey, how are you going? Good, thanks, mate. Your line's a little bit dodgy, but um, you're a Mooney Valley specialist, of course. How do you think this track will play today? Um, well, hopefully the line holds up. But, yeah, I'm, I feel like a little bit of a mad detective or, you know, I've got with the red string between lines up on the board, trying to line up all of these different things you're hearing about how the track's going to be. So, look, I'm going to just lean with leaders to start the day. I'm probably not going to have a bet until I see a couple races. Um, But we know that even if it's all even, the track generally leans itself to leaders. I just want to see what those inside lanes are going to be like. Yep. All right, then. Um, What's your best bet there at Mooney Valley today? How are we playing this card? Because it's a difficult card for a few of, like most of us, to work out here to bet with some confidence here at Mooney Valley, which is a little unfortunate. Yeah, so I've got a few, and I know we talk about, so Mooney Valley is a track that I do have the best sort of return at, and it's mostly the night meeting. And how I sort of play it is I just try to imagine a few different scenarios in my head, and I think today's a good example of what that's going to be. So I've sort of got plans A and B for some of the races. Yeah. If I go through best bets, in race three, I think Shandon Burge can run well. Um, this is be, You don't have to have a very big bet at the current price, and it's going to give you an indicator about what the track's like because she's drawn in barrier one. Now, she's run some really good races previously at the Valley, and that's why I like her. Yeah. I think she was slow away last start, so I'm expecting her, to, if she gets out a little bit cleaner, she'll be in a better position. So Shandon Burge is one that's where we're going to start to sort of kick off the day. You fit one more in before we take the news, mate. Yeah, mate. If we go to race five, so this is where we've got plan A and plan B. So recommendation, obviously, a lot of want to be with her. I think if you wanted to stay away from the inside, she's probably the one because she's going to be wider outside barrier 10 and closer to up on the speed. I also think you've got to watch Maximilius. So Maximilius is one that I think he doesn't perform first up, but this is the easiest first up race he's ever seen. So you can have a small bet on him as well. He's going to be closer to the inside and up on the speed. All right, then. So Maximilius and recommendation race five. We'll get your thoughts, Mickey, for this meeting as well, straight after the 10 o'clock news. Get your text messages in. There's a few that are floating in at the moment. We'll get Mickey and Mitch to answer them, along with myself. It might be... um, a tip that you've got might be a horse that you're intrigued to know a little bit more about. Um, you might want to know what the, the trainers have said about the horse that you like today. Let us know. 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. This is Winners on SEN Track right across the country thanks to Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota. Welcome back to Winners, Gareth Hall with you. Mickey Gannon joins you as well. And Mitchie Lewis, all thanks to Picklebet and uh, Kilmore Toyota. Ready when you are, kilmoretoyota.com.au. Mickey Gannon, Mooney Valley is going to be interesting. This track with the rail back into the true mixed reports regarding how it will play. And uh, that's going to be the most fascinating part of this meeting. Mitchie Lewis is with us. He likes Chandon Burge in race three. Recommendation of Maximilius in race number five. What else have you got for us, Mitch? Um, I touched in the weekend preview about race seven. So I talked about if Sissoku, if there's going to be a market move from some of these bigger players Saturday morning. I haven't seen that move. So I'm happy to be with Milford in that race. I think he's going to get a better run than he did here last time. I thought he got sort of held up 
as they were coming around the bend. And I think from barrier five now, he looks likely to be able to find that place that we're guessing is going to be the better part of the track. So Milford to break through, he looked like he was going to win there the other day. He didn't have the best of luck at the Valley. So you're playing Milford there in race number seven, around 340 there with Pickle Bet. Is that the only other play for you there today, mate? Uh, I've got another little one, I suppose, to keep an eye on. This is one, like I told but we'll know by race 10 what the track's doing. So um, it's either going to be 10 Helix or 11 Periel for me. I'm I'm sticking with Perio early in the day, but if we're seeing a track like we saw last time and the runners that are leading just are too hard to catch, so then we might change our bet to Helix as the day progresses. But that's how I think you've sort of got to play the valleys. You've got to you've got to watch and make your assessment at the deeper you get into the day. Mickey Gannon, how are you reading this play? This, yeah, this look, Paris being absolutely off the map this morning. So that's that, that suggests to me that uh, well the outside lanes are the places to be and Helix has been steady. But Paris was against the bias last start and it was just super. Now if it gets the bias its way, it'll blow them away. But a really interesting, really intriguing way to finish the day there, Mitchie. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Perel had the fifth last is 400 of the day, third last is 200 of the day and was the only one that looked to the eye to make up some super ground. So uh, at this stage, I'm having a bet on him. Um, but like I said, if we're seeing this crazy leader bias turn up, I think you have to make an assessment on if you want to be on Helix, who I think will probably looks a horse will appreciate the valley. One of the most interesting races all day is the scamper over the 1,000 metres where you've got that Sydney Gallop Omni man that's been in blistering form for Adrian Bott and also uh, Gay Waterhouse. But this is what this is what the most fascinating interview of the day, I thought, on Thursday when I had a chat to our trainers for Stable Mail. This is Michael Kent Jr., number 13 there, lads, with Inundation, who um, was equal favourite when we had a chat to him, but now he's been easy. And I think it's because of these comments from Michael. You couldn't possibly back him, EJ. <laughs> His last two starts, he's, he's um, had atrial fibrillation and heat stroke. And um, look, I don't think that'd be a problem. Uh, we have um, heard him making a noise in his wind, this preparation, so hence why he's now wearing tongue-tie crossover. So I think there's a couple of things against him. I think the horse is very fast. He's going great. He's trial great. Uh, trials are very different to race day, and the only way we're going to find out the ultimate test is race day. So I think he'll be there for a long way. No surprise to see him win, but, um, yeah, there's a warning there on the horse. Yeah, I can't take $10, let alone $3 at the moment, Mickey Gannon. The answer's a pineapple there um, for Mick, isn't it, really, to be fair? So he, the horse could win, but there's been issues off his best uh, best career run, which came 1,000 metres at the Valley. He'll put them away with ease. Uh, 51 kilos after uh, Wiramu's claim. Ticks yeah. so many boxes, but there's some serious concerns. Then you've got Omni-Man that could be in the worst part of the track, but He's taken all before him, this preparation. Really, really intriguing race. If one was to swoop um, you know, out wide, it could be Sweet Ride. I thought it was a, uh, probably a horse that's just flown under the radar a bit here. Mitch? Yeah, I agree with that. I thought Sweet Ride was the one. I think I had it as a place bet in my multi for the week. But, yeah, I think I find it really interesting how the market seems to be holding for Omni-Man and Inundation. I would have thought with some of those comments, 
because you've seen him a fair bit, particularly on Twitter on other stations as well, that um, I thought there would have been a mad drift on him, but there hasn't been at this stage. So I think you'll find out the most about where the punters want to be really late in this one. Quick question coming from one of our listeners. Um, was title fighters last start win at the Valley as good as it looked or was it the bias on the day? Can I attack with confidence today? That's going around title fighter in that first race. You get $5.50 there with pickle bet for that galloper. I thought Lakota Fire was very good in South Australia the other day. Um, if Williams or Damien Lane takes, no, Williams rides title fighter. If he jumps like he did the other day and then Williams can get to the best part of the track, which we know he does his home work and you can back him into doing that, Mickey Gannon. Um, I think yeah, he's a great ex SP chance. SP yeah. $17 and the figure he returned was only okay. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think five dollars fifty is a fair price given what we saw last start. But yeah, I wouldn't be suggesting it's a good thing. I like Le, I like Lakota Fire there, Mitch. Yeah, Lakota Fire's race in South Australia was really good, and there's been some winning form come out of it as well. I just wouldn't recommending sort of pinning the ears back on anything early. Like this is particularly the race for me where I think I'm going to learn a lot early. Because um, yeah, Title Fighter is going to get a very similar run to it did last time, and if he sort of skimps away. Uh, then you'll know that what sort yeah. of pattern we might be seeing. Yeah, I just think prior to uh, Sullivan's an interesting runner here, though. G just worth mentioning. It's been just they've been chipping away at this all week. Seven dollars now into three dollars sixty, and, and the money just keeps coming for it. So, well, one on debut at Swan Hill wasn't that impressive, but uh, I tell you what, they, the stable have obviously got some confidence here because the money keeps coming for it. All right, lads, we're nearly running out of time. So just go through your very best, Mickey, once again with your race number and also number, horse number there at um, Rose Hill. And if you've got anything for us at Mooney Valley as well. Yeah, let's do it. So we're going to go uh, to Rose Hill. Race one, number two, Cabulous. One of the better bets of the day into race two, number eight, Straight Acer. This maps to an absolute perfection here today. Then we're going to kick off down into... Bear with me. Race seven, number five, Freedom Rally. Looks like uh, he'll be too classy for them there. And I think uh, Glint of Silver will give a huge sight. Race nine, number 12. And look at the Valley G. I'm happy just to be patient. But if they uh, are swooping and we can make our minds up by sort of race four or race five here, I think Curry is a good thing of the day. Race 10, number 11. But let's just keep our powder dry there. And Mickey Lewis, have you got anything out wide at South Australia, along with Shandon Burge in race three, recommendation of Maximilius, depending on the track, if they're swooping, recommendation, race five, Maximilius on pace, and then race seven, Milford, and Perel at Helix, if it's on pace, Helix in race 10, if not, Perel's the, uh, the way to go for you there. Um, anything yeah, else for us? Yeah, those up really well. That's, that's what I'm willing to play there. And yeah, over in South Australia, race eight, number 10, see you in heaven. I think she's the best horse in South Australia currently, and I think this will be a kickoff start to a strong campaign yeah. from her. We'll see her in Victoria in about three runs, I'd say. Hey, Gareth, surely Mooney Valley can roll out a track manager to explain what they have done to the track this week instead of letting rumours circulate. Well, Josh, we, I'm sure it should have clarified or been a little bit clearer when we started the chat today. I did talk to um, the team there at Mooney Valley on Thursday for Giddy Up, or Friday, yesterday I did, and they said that they're best part of the track might be two to three horses wide where it's compacted from where the rail was out five metres. Um, and then we've heard from Clint McDonald, who said he's walked the track. He reckons they've overcompensated for what happened there the other day. He reckons the inside is tougher going than, say, lanes two and three. And then it gets a little bit more difficult out wider on the track. So 
So we did talk to a few people, Josh. So we're not circulating the rumours. We did get that confirmed by Clint McDonald, who walked the track and also um, the track team there at Mooney Valley. So that's the story there, Joshy. Um, and you can listen to our podcast and interviews. Just subscribe to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall with your local podcast subscriber. Tony Salisbury was the man that we had a chat to yesterday. Good on you, Mickey. Enjoy the day, mate. Anything else for us? Stat of the day. Yeah, out wide. Let's go uh, Campbell Oak Grange, race one, number four, Ajita. And let's also go to Casino, race four, number one, Nickelback. Play them both in a double. Get the job done. So Campbell Grange again, numbers? Race one, number four, Ajita. Yeah. And Casino? Race four, number one, Nickelback. Beautiful. Love a bit of Nickelback on a Saturday as well. Good on you, Mickey. Good on you, Mitchie Lewis. Thanks, Thanks for that. No worries. Thanks, boys. Good so luck you, out there you, and good luck, punters. Same to you. You can catch Mick Gaddon's, all of his analysis and in-depth speed maps and the hamburger with the lots. Just go to the great tip off and type in Mickey Gaddon, best money that you can spend all day. And you can catch Mitchie Lewis's full analysis by heading to formguidebreakdowns.com, formguidebreakdowns.com. Or you can just follow him on Twitter at Mitchie Lewis 101. Let's take a break. We'll come back and preview Belmont and also Eagle Farm straight after this. Yeah.